0: The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on Sports Radio ESPN 1420. Welcome into The Great Scott Show, The Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. As you can see, I have a little board here. I'm still uh, playing with it, fiddling with it. No need to test it out right now, though. Let's just visit with our first guest of the morning, uh, Rage of Cajun head coach Billy Napier. Is it okay if I call you Billy? Or <laughs> Yeah, no problem here, man. All right, good, no good. Here. Now, I wouldn't have done that like the first time we met, but, you know, it's right. been a couple years now. Um, first off, I know it was yesterday, but happy birthday.
1: Yeah, how about it, man? 42 years young, right? And, um, you know, great way to kick it off here with Sunbelt Conference. Um, had some AD head coach meetings yesterday. We had a little kickoff event last
0: night. Good to be right here in New Orleans in our state. Yeah. And, uh, today's a big day. It's a beautiful morning. Um, 42 years young. It's 44 days before Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns kick off their season in Austin against Texas. Now, I know between now and then, Coach, you got, I'm sure, a list of things to do in this current phase. What's number one on that list? Well, you know, we're currently, uh, we're about seven and a half weeks
1: into a nine-week program in the summertime. Uh, our, our players have been hard at work, Coach Markaki and our strength staff. You know, kind of take the reins here the last three or four weeks while our coaches have been on vacation. Uh, this is officially the last week of vac- vacation for the staff. So we're back at work on Monday. Uh, and then we just kind of, you know, we're starting to prep for training camp. Certainly got to finish up. Got three OTAs next week. And then we'll give the players a little bit of a break before we crank it up on uh, for training camp.
0: What's, what's Coach Hockey uh, benching these days?
1: you know that's a great question you'd have to ask him that you know i think he's more focused probably on uh, what the players are doing but you know mark's had a heck of an off season he lost a bunch of weight and uh, certainly he's worked hard at it he's proud about that it's gonna break out the new and improved version all this all right year, I think. all
0: right and they they welcomed a, a new a new hockey not that long ago right
1: yeah that's probably the biggest challenge he's got right now is um those little ones so um it's great everybody's healthy Catherine's doing great
0: well that's and, awesome um, really, that's awesome. Really good this is a uh, year four for uh, uh, you he and, and a number of your staff at Louisiana what's something you've learned about the job that you go back to year one you didn't know yet that now you look back and you're like okay this is something that came with being you know being a head coach here for a couple years.
1: Well, it's an extreme um, demand for your time, right? I think time management's extremely important. I think having a routine, uh, certainly trying to create balance throughout the year, you know, and I I think I've been fortunate to work for some guys that I think have a job of that, you know, and and I think that's the only way to sustain, you know, certainly for me and my wife, um, having three young kids, uh, having a lot of staff members to have that, I think uh, having a good morning routine, and certainly um, having the work spread out throughout the year. Knowing that if you're going to have balance with your family, you got to do it certain times of the year. And you, you know, even within the season, I think you can do it. So uh, that's the that's the biggest challenge. I think once you kind of get it up and running, um, there, there's certainly a reality that you're going to have attrition at the player level, you know, within the organization, on your staff, support staff, strength staff. Uh, we've had quite a bit of that the last couple of years, and we, and we keep um, hiring really good people and keep improving. So I think when you lose people, it's an opportunity to go get talented people and improve. Uh, but overall, that I think that's the biggest challenge.
0: 42 years and one day old, Louisiana Rage Cajun head coach Billy Napier, our guest, organization, right, that's the word that, that keeps coming back. And I think, as you said, being the family man that you are, but the demands of being a head college football coach, you put so much emphasis on your staff, the importance of it when it comes to a contract negotiation. I know that's a big part of it. And I think, you know, as fans and media like, you might think of, well, the X's and O's part recruiting, but I'm sure maybe even number one on that list for you is knowing I can hand this off to them and I know it's going to get done because if I don't suddenly that schedule, that organization, now I'm putting out this fire and that fire. That's that's one of the top things on the list, and I'm guessing a big reason why you're so involved in, in the coach in the um, the hiring of every one of these coaches.
1: Yeah, I think you know, um, having worked in a lot of different places for a lot of different people, seen it done a lot of different ways. I think trying to create quality life for your your talented people in the organization. Right? I mean, these assistant coaches um, they've got a lot on their plate, and I think if we can create an infrastructure where they can uh, delegate some tasks. You know, I think it helps you manage attrition on your staff when you do have turnover. If you've got some layers built within the organization, it gives you an opportunity to continue to sustain your success. Uh, and I also think the quality of life, the, the combination of those two, right? If we get home an hour earlier, because we've got really efficient, well-defined roles in the building, uh, we get a chance to see our wife a little bit more, we get a chance to be around our kids a little bit more, uh, that's ultimately what it's about, uh, and certainly I think if, you, if you're if you doing it the right way, it, it's going to help create a competitive advantage for your players, right? They're going to play better, uh, and everyone benefits from the
0: overall success. ESPN 1420, I'm Scott Prather, visiting with head coach Billy Napier from Louisiana. Uh, year four for you, as we mentioned, you have a quarterback that's played in every game uh, that you've coached at UL. You're the play caller. He started every game the last two years. What's an aspect of Levi Lewis's game you feel will be improved in 2021, something he's been working on kind of nonstop in the offseason?
1: You know, I think last year um, we could have played better on offense. You know, I really believe uh, going back and looking through it, kind of quality control and things, we kind of knew it during the season. Really lacked continuity up front, lacked continuity at receiver. We were really young, forced some guys in there to play that weren't quite ready to get. And I think that affected Levi, so... Uh, I think this offseason uh, has been your traditional format. Uh, we've really improved in the receiver room. I think we've added some good personnel. I think the young talent has really grown up. Um, I think we're in a lot better position, uh, and I think that's going to allow Levi to play better. And, and that's going to carry you know, every form of precision in the throw game. Uh, you know, we're always trying to improve the vertical passing game. We feel like that's an area that we need to take that next step. Uh, we, we oftentimes will get them open and then we can't quite put it together mm-hmm. and complete those. So, uh, but um, that's where we're going to improve the most. You know, I really like what I see out of that receiver group. The tight end group uh, has some, you know, vertical threats as well. So we're in good position to, um, you know, reap the benefits of a lot of hard work here. In the throw game, the continuity between the receiving group, all the skilled players, and certainly having a quarterback that's
0: played a lot of games. You mentioned skilled players. Um, Chris Smith, Doak Walker Award preseason watch list. You know, in in your previous seasons at UL, you you guys had a, a three-man backfield with some hard workers kind of sprinkled in there as well here and there. Um, many, myself included, are expecting a heavier workload this year for Chris Smith. Is that a, is that a fair assumption, or are we kind of putting the – the cart before the horse here. You know, I think um, a lot of that's to be determined. You know,
1: I think um, although we've got a good core group of veterans that are coming back, I think it's highly competitive headed into training camp. You know, we we've added a good influx of young talent, and I think there's lots of roles that are going to be determined throughout training camp. Like you mentioned before, we're 42 days away from the opener. Um, we play a lot of players. And, and I think that's part of our philosophy. So, mm-hmm. this will be the best collection of players that we've had. You know, we've got a ton of depth, and you know, a lot of these things are going to be decided weekly. You know, hey, how you know? What's the practice been like? You know, is he engaged? Is he on top of his stuff? Uh, who's performing the best? Who's healthy? Uh, but I'm thinking the running back room. Chris Smith is the proven player, right? So I think we like to talk about him. I've been very pleased with pleased with Amani Bailey. TJ Wisham, you know, he's a sleeper in this race. Uh, and then the four rookies are, are very impressive. You know, I think we did a great job evaluating. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see, of that rookie group, who can get in contention, right? And I do anticipate that happening. I just don't know who it's
0: going to be. Well, I, I enjoy listen, listening to Chris Smith talk just because I love his accent. <laughs> yeah. If he starts talking about hunting and fishing back in Mississippi, I'm like, man, sounds like a, I don't know, if you're, if I'm listening to like a novel out loud about the South, he sounds like one of those characters. There's something about it, but he's, he seems like such a, a positive young man. And um, you know, I know with all the preseason stuff and being an All-American last year as a returner, uh, naturally there's just going to be a lot of eyes on a player like that when they come back. And with two running backs, you know, that were there last year on a staff and three running backs that are on NFL staffs now that he's kind of worked, uh, with. You know, I, I think a lot of folks are anxious to see, like you said, how that plays out uh, here over the next 40 plus days and what that depth chart looks like in Texas Week One. But proven guy, you yeah. mentioned you mentioned depth, coach. You said you know we got a really deep team. You said it's the you think it's the most talented team you've had. Part of that's recruiting. I imagine something that helps with that is having these nine. I'll call them super seniors, right? Guys that got that extra year of eligibility and decided to come back. What kind of advantage does that give? you as a coach and do you feel like it's different kind of school to school or do you feel like every coach is kind of in the same boat here
1: well you got some really specific players that are in that super senior group that really make a difference right mm-hmm. the levi lewis farad gardner Tayden humphrey chauncey manak uh cam solomons of the world right we've got a uh, jaywin williams you know there's a, there's a great group of uh, young men there that not only have been productive on the field Uh, But they've been part of our rebuild and really understand where we've come from, the good and the bad, right? They've experienced a lot of highs but also a lot of lows. So I think having some perspective and awareness about, hey, this just didn't happen overnight, right? They were here before. They've observed this entire journey and uh, keeping perspective and being able to communicate that to the rest of the players I think is a big deal. So not only production coming back in that super senior group but also – uh, some really good leaders and some guys that I think are going to uh, really make an impact in a lot of
0: different ways
1: besides just making plays on the
0: field. Raise your, case, your head coach, Billy Napier, our guest. I'm Scott Frather at ESPN 14. 12, location at Sunmel Conference Media Days in downtown New Orleans. Um, coach Napier, you mentioned receivers being um, a lot deeper there, more experienced than you were a season ago. Is that the, the deepest position unit on the team right now, or is there is it a different unit? yeah it's a, man it's it's uh that's a that's a coin
1: toss you know i mean i think there's uh there's a lot of a lot of depth you know a lot of proven you know a lot of snaps you know we got a lot of snaps coming back and then we here comes some of these young recruiting classes that are starting to emerge so you know when i say highly competitive i mean within our team who's gonna you know earn roles right i think that's the exciting thing to me is that we're in position now to promote and demote and reward what we see. Uh, so, you know, we had a tremendous spring practice where we had 126 players, uh, which is not normal. You I mean, Typically in the 70s and 80s. You forget
0: right? names sometimes?
1: I mean, that's a lot, No, no, no. Heck no.
0: All 126, yeah. you calling them by name.
1: Yeah, we got about 140 we're training right now. So that's part of what we do. We got Everybody's responsible to know everybody's name. So, you know... I think that uh, the receiver group is, is uh, impressive. You know, I think you start with uh, proven players that have been around. Jalen Williams and Peter LeBlanc have played a lot, of, a lot of ball for us. You throw in those three freshmen from last year, Kyron Lacy, Errol Rodgers, and Dante Fleming. Mm-hmm. Golden AK has really emerged. You know, the Oklahoma uh, track athlete that didn't play football for two and a half years has had a great offseason. Uh, and then you get into the, the transfer portal, right? Uh, so, you know, John Stevens and um, uh, Michael jeffrey we are extremely excited about those two guys and what they can bring to our team. So, you know, that—that's going to be a very competitive room. I think you're onto something there, but I would argue that there's other other positions that have got a lot I'll, more depth.
0: I'll take that. So, um, what, on the other side of that coin, is there a position group where you're like feel good at the top, but not as much experience? So at this moment in time, it's going to change between now and September 4th, but a unit that you feel like is the, the most unproven depth, I'll, I'll word it that way.
1: Well, I think outside back and running back is where we've got an opportunity for young players to impact the team. You know, I think that's where we've got some good players that have played, uh, but we also signed some really uh, good players that I think maybe have the maturity and the physicality uh, and have shown so far that they may just be able to get in there and get in the rotation. So. Special teams is gonna be huge, you know. I think earning a role early in the year, trying to find a niche on game changers where if you can make that travel roster, you know, and, and that's your ticket early as a freshman to, you know, be able to play some on game day and then grow as a player as the season goes. So a lot of uh very much
0: a work in progress to try to decide the two deep on our football team. Any new reports in terms of the health of the team and guys, you know, being ready or not being ready yet? No, we're doing great. You know, I think um, very fortunate to hire
1: Tony Hill in the offseason as our head football athletic trainer. Uh, great pedigree, great resume. He's worked um, all across the country. He's certainly an expert. You know, he's about the same age I am and uh, really has been uh, and worked in a lot of places. So uh, he's done a terrific job. You know, the combination of him and Mark Hockey, that work and relationship, um, just hired Samantha Hawkins you know, as our head football nutritionist, so getting her in the fold. And I, I think it's important that those
0: people work together to try to you know, improve the health and safety of our team. Head Coach Billy Napier, our guest, what, what's the team's approach this year to COVID-19? And uh, is there a message to the team in regards to the vaccine? Because I know last year was a challenge, but this year I'm sure we'll continue to present some challenges as it pertains to that.
1: Yeah, you know, I think um, it's something that we've been working through here uh, over the summer. I think as the vaccine became available, uh, certainly, you know, each one of the people in our organization have a personal decision to make in positions. We certainly have it mandated, but I I think that it's important that we continue to educate the players, the good and the bad, each individual. Um, And I think as time goes and – you know the resume of the vaccine becomes a little bit more stable. Um, I think that's going to help us. But in general, you know, it is you do have to make a competitive decision as well. You know, in terms of how you affect the quote-unquote the family. Right, you got to protect yourself, but certainly you got to protect the the team
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and and do our part to kind of help stop this pandemic. And I think the
0: vaccination is a big part of that. You know, yeah, I know you and I both personally kind of went through COVID last year and know. The impact it can have—it's um, not fun, put it that way. But when you're manning a college football team, and I'm anxious to see what what Commissioner Gill has to say as well in terms of the conference's approach. But maybe not as many rescheduling this year. Just maybe not as much of a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just not as long of a of a rope. And um,
1: yeah, no, it's it's already uh, been established. You know, if you're if you're not capable of playing. A conference game; it'll
0: be a forfeit, and it'll count as a loss. You know, in the win-loss column There you go to to the divisional races. Okay. Well, there it is. Um, Name, image, likeness, coach. It's only we're only what? um, Gosh, not even a month into it. (laughs) Uh, What if? What's your What's your take so far? What have you learned?
1: Well, I think reality is a lot of it is to be determined. I think um, I think it's a great thing uh, for uh, the players in this you know, arena, right? I think they do a lot for the university, certainly um, at all levels of football. I think, um, you know, in in the past, you had an opportunity to work. You know, I remember as a college player, I had a job, right? I was able to go out and get a job and earn some money. Uh, Certainly taking summer school, cost of attendance has changed that dynamic. Um, And I think at our level of ball here, group of five locally, you know, I think that maybe not as impactful you know, but I do think it's unique. We've seen some players take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You know, Levi Lewis has worked closely with Eat
0: Lafayette.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Shane Vilo has had his first camp, and and that went well at his alma mater. And uh, he's getting ready to have another one. So, I think it. You know, each individual's taking a little bit different approach. We've tried to educate our players in anticipation of this event, uh, and we've seen some players benefit from it. So, um, I think as we get into it and I think the, the parameters get defined, the rules kind of get sorted out here, and we kind of see the creativity across the country. We'll have a little bit better plan. But I think a lot of it is to be determined. What impact is that going to have on college football? Um, I think there's a, it's it's really an interesting time. Um, it's a
0: changing landscape for a lot of reasons. Final question, uh, um, I had questions about vacation with your kids and – some other college football questions, but luckily I know where you work, so I'll catch you again in the next few weeks if you don't mind. But uh, just as we said, 44 days till you open up the season. It's at Texas Network TV. Um, th- there's a different feel to that. Sure, it'd be not that it wouldn't be fun to open at home against you know a, an F you know an FCS opponent or an FBS opponent, but that opportunity in 44 days, man. Um, I know you're you're so regimented in the day to day, but have you had some time to think about what that game potentially could mean for this program.
1: Yeah, you know, there's no question. I mean, I think I can go all the way back to when we, you know, we originally had Arizona State on the schedule. We made some decisions there, a little bit above my pay grade there, Mm -hmm. but made a change, picked up Texas. Um, Certainly presents a great opportunity. You know, we've got a ton of respect for Texas. Certainly Coach Sarkeesian and I worked together. Uh, He's hired a a really exceptional staff, and they're going to, do great things there, but reality is we open the season against these guys, and we've been preparing for that opportunity. So that's what it is, um, and I and I think that we'll embrace that. You know, I think our kids will. Uh, it's been a great thing. I mean, think about the buzz in this off season, mm-hmm. okay, knowing that the Cajuns are going to Austin, Texas, in the opener, playing on national television on Fox, 115 million households, uh, and have a pretty good football team. You know, and I think, so I, I think it's a, it's a win-win, you know, and we're excited about the opportunity. I know uh, we, we had these uh, big games early in the season in the past at Alabama. They were neutral site games, but uh, it did change the dynamic of the off season. I think the combination of the conference championship game getting canceled last year, the opener being at Texas in Austin on national TV, I think that's really given us some energy. You'd like to think that these are ex- external things that don't motivate your team, but reality is they do. So it's even more important that our leadership amongst the staff and players stays focused on what we need to do to be prepared to play well. You know, And that's exactly where we're going to turn our attention here when we get back to work on Monday.
0: Louisiana football coach Billy Napier has been our guest. Uh, we are his first interview of many today. But, Coach, we really appreciate it. Uh, happy birthday the morning after again. I know you celebrated a birthday yesterday. All the best, and I know I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you, Scott. You got it. That is Rage Occasion Head football. Coach Billy Napier, I'm Scott Prather. We'll take a timeout, come back. John McDade, the coordinator of Sunbelt Officials, set to join me later. Keith Gill, the commissioner. Max Mitchell and Zion Hill as well. Uh, I'll ask Coach off the air something I need to ask those guys that might you know get them laughing a little bit. I, I saw them making gumbo yesterday. It's all coming your way. It's the Great Scott Show. Don't go anywhere.